Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello again, and welcome to the Do Something Nice podcast. How is your day today? I'm excited that you are here with me today, because it means a lot to me that these stories can brighten your day. And maybe you've been looking for a podcast that tells these kind of stories, or maybe you've come across these stories by chance. Whatever the reason, I'm just glad you're here so that I can share these amazing stories with you. For some, that is already the case. And I wanted to start off by thanking a few of those who left some wonderful comments. The first comment comes from the user named Dual Podcasts, who wrote, Jeff breaks down the principle of being nice. Love it. And the second comment comes from DJ79, who writes, The podcast speaks to my life goal. Ever since I saw the movie, I've been trying to find lots of ways to pay it forward myself. I plan to write in soon and share some of my stories. Thank you for the channel to let the light shine. A big thank you to both of you for your comments. And DJ79, I'll be looking forward to your stories. And speaking of stories and chance encounters... That's exactly what I wanted to share with you today. A story about a chance encounter that saved a lost man's life. Let me take you to New Mexico, a state that can claim the Rio Grande as their longest-running river, which runs through the entire length of the state, and also where the nation's largest forest is located, the Gila National Forest. In fact, Did you know that a quarter of New Mexico is covered in forests? That's a lot of forest. And for one 65-year-old man named Ronnie Duran, it was an ideal place to go hunting. Up in the La Paloma Trail, within the local mountains just north of Albuquerque and to the west of Santa Fe, Ronnie was out and about within the beautiful outdoors. But things took a turn for the worse when he found himself off course. Within the wilderness, he found himself without food, without shelter, and even worse, having to hold out against the freezing temperatures he was facing come nightfall. Things were getting worse as he continued to travel and began to get disoriented. Ten miles he had traveled until he unknowingly ended up in the Vallecitos area, which is northeast from his original starting location. Ten miles. That's a long distance to travel on foot if you're not prepared for it. With no idea where exactly he was located, Ronnie's chances of survival and being found were diminishing quickly. And after 36 hours since the last time he was seen by anyone... 
and traveling with just his rifle and a sprained ankle, who knows what would have happened next. But by pure chance, what Ronnie didn't realize was that he was near an area that a local high school cross-country team was training at. Now, Cuba Fire Chief Rick Romero even said the odds were very much against him. For somebody to even walk through that area with the amount of downed trees, it's almost impossible. But for Ronnie Duran, the impossible was possibly his luckiest day yet. As the team of high school cross-country runners were running their last stretch, they had turned the corner only to find Ronnie, barely walking and able to speak in order to ask for help. According to one of the teenagers, Asiris Putnam, he and the team were not expecting to find anyone in that area, which, combined with how Ronnie's condition appeared to be, the teen and the rest of the crew knew this man needed their help. And so they did. The team walked Ronnie back to civilization. Mary Lou Guris, the cross-country coach at Cuba High, was the first to spot the team walking the lost hunter back. Knowing that the cross-country team was not allowed to walk the course, she knew something was amiss. And when she clearly saw the man with them, she knew what they were doing. Something that, to this day, she is proud of her team for doing. Anton Antonia, one of the other runners, said he was just happy that we found him. But according to the news team at KRQE, Locals credit the team's quick thinking and quick feet for saving Mr. Duran's life. The fact the kids didn't even hesitate to take him under their wing is something that even Ronnie's family were thankful for. And that makes me think about a quote from former presidential first lady, Barbara Bush, who once said, Never lose sight of the fact that the most important yardstick of your success will be how you treat other people, your family, friends, and co-workers, and even strangers you meet along the way. One more time. Never lose sight of the fact that the most important yardstick of your success will be how you treat other people, your family, friends, and co-workers, and even strangers you meet along the way. I'm pretty sure that these youths, who were expecting to just complete a cross-country run and carry on with their day as usual, were not expected to be tested that day. And when I say tested, I mean their moral character. That thing that dictates how you approach and react to situations such as helping a man in need. A life was saved that day. And maybe there could have been someone else who would have come across Ronnie, and maybe not. We don't know unless we take the chance to help someone, or take the chance that someone else will after you leave. But what does that say about your success in life? Can you measure the length of success based on how you treat others? And what good deeds have you done? to help measure your success in life. I challenge you to begin making a difference in your life by leaving a positive mark in someone else's. I challenge you to do something nice for someone, but take it a step further. Do that nice deed 
without the need for recognition. Do it without getting caught if you can. But even if you can't avoid being caught, don't do it with the desire to be repaid for your kindness. Simply ask them to pay it forward when the time is right. Try it once a week and make a routine of it. Build up that level of success by helping others and make a difference in how your life in turn will be. There's nothing wrong with being kind so long as you stay safe so that you can continue to do it over and over again. And if you witness someone doing something nice for someone else, please share with me your stories by emailing me at mailbag at dosomethingnice.net and share with me what good deeds are out there in your neck of the woods. Well, my friend, that is it for this episode, and I really do hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day just that much better. And if you would like to follow me on social media, you most certainly can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Twitter at Be A Nice Ninja, or you can follow my personal Twitter account at Jeff Bonanno. You can also find this podcast at dosomethingnice.net. Please also share this podcast with others, leave your comments, and by all means, give me your star rating so that I know that I'm doing good for you. Thank you so much for listening in, and remember to do something nice and be a nice ninja. Take care. Take care.